are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, this uh, the intel audience is everyone. And today we're going to have a special guest, uh, Dr. Derek Borkowski, uh, talking about you know non-traditional roles and how he went from being a pharmacist to using a uh, his uh, experience as a software engineer to uh, create the Pearls app. So uh, welcome and uh, hope you're doing well today. Yeah, thanks, Tony. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, be chatting with you on here. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you know, just for the listeners who kind of don't really know you yet, uh, can you give a little bit of like uh, tell us about yourself? Yeah, thanks, Tony. Um, I'm Derek Borkowski. I currently live in uh, Minneapolis, and I'm born and raised here in Minnesota. 2018 graduate from the University of Minnesota Duluth campus, and I spend most of my time focusing now on my company, Cosmos Health, but I also do still practice uh, community pharmacy uh, a few days a month. Awesome, awesome. So I guess just uh, back up a little bit, like why did you decide to go into pharmacy? Like what was it about the the field that made you want to be like, uh, this is where I want to be? Yeah, it's funny. Actually, I say I, I wanted to be a pharmacist as early as like eighth grade. That's when I, you know, when people would say, what do you want to do when you grow up? I'd say, I want to be a pharmacist as early as eighth grade. And it's really because my mom actually um, worked at a pharmacy, a, a health system outpatient pharmacy in my hometown of Winona. And so just, you know, visiting your parent at work, you know, I'd, I'd go see the pharmacy and meet the pharmacists that worked there. And I thought it seemed like a really great um, career that I wanted to focus on. And so fortunately, just one thing after the next, going through high school and, and into undergrad, um, you know, the courses yet I had to take to get into pharmacy school really resonated with me. And then, you know, leading all the way up to going to school. So I uh, felt fortunate about that. And that uh, just that early exposure to the, to the practices, what got me interested uh, in the first place. So you did have a few years of, you know, being a, uh, a pharmacist already. And I, I did want to ask to related to the, um, the founding of your company, Cosmos Health. And how did that kind of come about? Like, was it something you kind of knew, like, as you were going to pharmacy school, you wanted to do something like that? Or did that kind of come later? Definitely later in school. So um, I, like I mentioned, my background getting exposed to pharmacy, community pharmacy was really my first interest in love. And actually, I think I, I was a technician while I was an undergrad uh, at a Kmart. And I just, I pictured myself, honestly, graduating and coming back and being a community pharmacist there. But like, you know, I think everyone who goes to pharmacy school, within that first semester, you get exposed to so many different ways that people are using their PharmD degree. And really early on, I got interested in non-traditional career paths, like industry, actually. And so actually, it was between the summer, between my second and third year, I was doing an internship out at Milan Pharmaceuticals um, in Pittsburgh. And I was reading, I happened to be reading Steve Jobs' biography. And I was just kind of blown away by the founding of Apple and tech startups in Silicon Valley. And these were all just totally foreign concepts and, you know, an in, in industry to, to me, just I hadn't known anyone who had worked in tech growing up. And so I was really enthralled by, you know, technology, like I mentioned, and I thought, well, how can I use my, is there a way I can use my healthcare degree and work in technology? And then of course, just kind of came across um, health tech startups and digital health. Just, I would say my interest in a non-traditional career path melded with, you know, the tech industry is somewhere along halfway through pharmacy school, I'd say, I knew that someday I wanted to start my own work at a startup and then eventually start my own technology company. That's cool. So, so how did you kind of get the skills to, to be able to do that? Because you, you developed pearls.com and I would imagine that 
there is some some uh, level of skill that you had to attain throughout the years to be able to do that? So really the big break for me in terms of having a career in technology was that summer after I returned from my internship at Mylan, I came across a startup company in Minneapolis called MyMeds and they were focused on uh, medication adherence. So they made a website and a mobile app that helped patients, you know, um, get, you know, track their medications and, and improve their medication adherence. And so while I, I got the chance to work there as an intern and work side by side with software engineers and product managers, one of the tasks that I had was, uh, you know, as a pharmacy student, making suggestions from a clinical perspective, how could we in- improve um, our product for both the patient and clinician facing uh, apps that we made. And so it was just sort of through those process and the relationships that I made that a mentor of mine actually said to me, hey, Derek, you know, you seem pretty interested in how all of this works when you're when you're suggesting, you know, features and whatnot to our product and, and engineering teams. You know, you can you can learn a little bit about programming. You might you might find that interesting. And so actually, originally, I started trying to learn like iOS app development programming, but that didn't resonate with me at all. And so this mentor, again, this is probably about 2016. So when I was a third year said, how about you try learning like website development? And so it was like the first thing I remember doing just it was probably right before the semester of my third year started doing like a Khan Academy course on HTML and, and making a website. And really, so that was again, yeah, about, about four or five years ago. And then just slowly over the next year throughout my third year of pharmacy school, I did a little bit of programming and it was really starting to resonate, resonate with me and became sort of an obsession. And so during my fourth year of pharmacy school, literally for most of the year, I would you know, go to rotations from seven to three or eight to four, come home, take a nap and do coding all night until I, until I go to bed, just because it was something I found just super fun and fascinating. And in terms of pearls. So yeah, like you mentioned, Tony, my company is called Cosmos Health and uh, we're focused on making medical information products. And the flagship product of my company is pearls uh, or PYRLS.com, which is you know just a, a pun on clinical pearls. And it was while I was a fourth year that, you know, you're utilizing practice resources like drug information databases and tools to answer, you know, to answer questions from your preceptors and, and counsel patients and do all the other things you need to do to make clinical decisions. And so I thought, hey, maybe while I'm learning these web development skills, I could make, you know, the next generation of these products. And so that was so, during my fourth year is when sort of the seed was planted for the idea for Pearls. And so I would, I would also say that as I was teaching myself software engineering, I structured my learning based upon how, you know, what I thought I wanted to build, which was, you know, a website and an app where people could log into it and have accounts and and these different features. And so that was sort of how I structured uh, the the different learning I did. And and I can definitely talk about, you know, the resources I used and, and things I would recommend to others, but that was, you know, the, both the, the origin idea for Pearl's and the skills I was developing all kind of collided and came together during my last year of pharmacy school, which is 2018. And then, you know, in the, in the years since then, uh, it has been just the continuation of that. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, a uh, it's interesting because like, you know, we go through these kind of things and there's no real set path of things. And it's more of like, when people ask, it's like, this is what we did. And it's helpful to hear when someone tells you, uh, what they've done. I, I do want you to, um, kind of expand on that, but it's just like really interesting because there's just no set path of like how pharmacists can, you know, go into a field of like technology as it applies to healthcare and pharmacy. And um, it's really cool. You were able to do that. So if, if we can kind of go back on that, um, can you kind of describe some of the resources that you've used 
like like you said earlier about Khan Academy and other things, but like just a little bit more detail on the, some of the sources that you use that was a uh, really beneficial on helping you get to where you are today. Yeah, it's totally, and, and that's something I think you know we could probably have a fun conversation about as well is how you know both of us our careers are at the intersection of healthcare and technology, and so are many others in our network, like those that have been on your show and and other people that we communicate with, and and it seems like most people fell like backwards or sideways into their role as as an informatics pharmacist or as a product manager or as a data analyst pharmacist. And so that that lack of, of linear paths is something that I hope that, you know, as a pharmacy community, we can begin to create more linear paths for like a pharmacy student who say when I was in my third year, I guess I, I guess I didn't really know where I was going, but maybe a pharmacy student now who's in whatever year in school can say, I want to be like in the role that this person, this other individual I see is, you know, what would be a linear path for me to do that? And so, yeah, the, the advice I'd give to any pharmacist who wants to learn how to program, um, I guess the first thing is that, you know, for the position I'm in as a, I'm, I'm a founder of, you know, of a startup and I'm, I'm a technical founder. So I do the building of my product that requires a certain level of, of competency in programming. You know, I it did, it definitely took me several years of programming to get to the competency I'm at right now where I can, you know, build these websites and mobile apps at the level I do. But I would not, I would say that's not, necess- not necessary for all of the possible careers that one could have in technology where having some programming knowledge may be beneficial. So really how I think about programming is in, is in two different pathways. So there's just like, honestly, maybe here's an analogy to pharmacy. So just like, you know, the vast majority of pharmacists are either in community or health system or hospital, I would think about splitting learning programming up into two different areas. So either you want to learn data analytics skills, data analytics programming skills, or you want to learn website and mobile app development skills. And so for me, I wanted to learn the latter there. And so some of the resources that that I used to learn was, frankly, uh, YouTube is a great place to start just looking up. So, so the most important programming languages for uh, coding website and app development are HTML and CSS and JavaScript. And so learning some basic tutorials on, on YouTube, I think is a great place to start as well as Code Academy is a really popular resource that I also used. And so what I would say about programming is really, it just takes like a couple hours on a Saturday afternoon to understand, just, just to get the hang of it and understand what it's about. And then from there, just based on the, on the degree that it resonates with you personally, I think should, should help guide, you know, how much further you want to, you know, learn different skills because a lot of jobs for pharmacists, it's not necessarily about being a highly competent, uh, you know, developer. It's just about understanding the lingo so that you can communicate the healthcare domain expertise to engineers or other builders on your team. Yeah, you know, thanks for sharing that. And I think I just want to add to like sometimes like as you're learning these these kind of things like with coding and you learn like oh, there's certain functions. At least for me, my brain kind of like jumps off into like oh, there are these other cool projects I could probably do uh, that will really uh, be helpful to apply what I'm learning right now to those projects. And it kind of just like drives me to even want to learn more. And I think like, I'm like you where I start to get a little bit obsessed with like what I'm learning to, to try to get it to like that, that solution that I'm trying to get to. Yeah, totally. I think that's definitely one of the largest things that can guide the degree of learning that you, that you want to do. So especially for, so, you know, so if you're, if you're a pharmacy student or a pharmacist and you want to, you think you want to learn some data analytics, um, a really great thing to do would be 
ask a question that you want to learn, like, you know, what, you know, I want to understand how many prescriptions were prescribed, you know, in a certain geography last year or whatnot. This, this is just an example, but basically online and, and for a lot of programming tutorials, there'll be sample, sample data sets you can use. And so again, understanding something that you want to uh, solve or build for can be a great marker or, or guideline. So, so, you know, you, basically you'll continue to learn the skills that you need to learn to answer that or solve that question for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I do want to ask you though, since you are still working on, uh, you know, in the community side and you're still, you know, running this company, how do you manage your time between the two? Yeah, so I'm definitely, um, I'd say more than <laughs> more than 40 hours a week on on my own company. And then I also, I work a, a few a few weekend days a month at, at the community pharmacy. And so what's really nice is for my products. So it, it's especially focused on, so, so Pearls, again, it, it's a, I refer to it as a digitally native drug reference. Um, and the, the information it contains is uh, drug summaries and counseling points for about 350 of the most commonly prescribed outpatient drugs. And so really my, uh, the opportunity to continue in community practice, I'm, I'm really grateful and find so beneficial for the, the programming and development I do for, for the Pearls app, because I actually, you know, I'll use my app at work or I'll, I'll, there'll be drugs that I want to look up that I don't have yet in Pearls. And so I'll write them down on a sheet of paper and stuff that in my pocket uh, at my shift at the pharmacy. And so uh, it, it really is a nice synergy of getting the chance to be the user of my product and the developer of my product. I think it's really important. And that's also, I think, why pharmacists who embrace technology can have such a critical and irreplaceable role in technology careers because it's really, it's the healthcare domain expertise that you bring to a technical role that sets you apart from, you know, someone who's purely technical or purely clinical. I like to joke that I'm a, I'm a five out of 10 pharmacist and a five out of 10 software engineer, but as a result, you know, I can build things that a 10 out of 10 software engineer who was a zero out of 10 pharmacist could not because they don't have the domain expertise and things that a 10 out of 10 pharmacist who is a zero out of 10 software engineer could couldn't build because they have they may have all the domain knowledge but they don't have the ability to build it yeah that's that's also one of the reasons why like i personally think it's important that um informatics pharmacists do uh, stay within practice to kind of keep the clinical side still kind of there uh so that they kind of could see how these workflows can be improved with the technology they're working on um so so yeah i mean that's really great for you that you get to be your end user for your own product uh, so that you could have that kind of a clinical eye for what you can develop for it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I find that to be, you know, an advantage that I'm able to, to bring to, to my, to my company is to keep, or to, to have that actual real world practice experience as the user guide the, guide the decisions that, that are made. So the next question I wanted to ask is, uh, it's kind of a little bit more general, uh, at the same time, more specific to you. Uh, if somebody wanted to, you know, be a founder of their own company in which they would use technology to integrate with pharmacy or healthcare, like, what kind of steps do you think like they should take or what kind of advice would you have? And, you know, this could be for a student or it could be for someone that is uh, currently uh, in pharmacy practice, but wants to expand their horizons. Yeah, totally. I think there's a whole range of, you know, different exciting things that, that they could do. I think the first thing to figure out or decide upon is, you know, find an interesting problem that you want to solve or interesting knowledge that you have that you want to share with, with the world. And then, you know, Pearl started out as a really basic website that where I shared, you know, basically counseling points information on just a small subset of drugs. And then 
as that fortunately resonated with users and individuals is what is definitely a huge part of what drove me to continue to build it out. And so I would, you know, I'd give the advice to anybody who has a, you know, a problem they want to solve, or again, just even a special unique a piece of information that they want to share, no matter how the more specific or the more niche it is, then the more the more unique it would and novel it would probably be in the world. And so I would encourage them to get started by just doing that. Awesome. And there are a few more things I wanted to ask you about some products of Cosmos Health. And one of them was ArcScrad. Can you kind of talk about that? Yeah. So um, ArcScrad is a uh, Naplex testing website that I built. And that was actually um, uh, part of a collaboration with meded101.com. So there's a pharmacist also here in Minnesota named Eric Christensen, who is another, he's a, a very successful internet entrepreneur as a pharmacist who he started his website. Actually, maybe he'd be a great example of kind of the, the last question you just asked. He started by in his nights and weekends of his uh, regular uh, pharmacy job, sharing um, blog posts on his website that went out to an email list just a couple times a week he'd email you know a short article or a short blog post about a rant you know a random clinical topic and then as his email list began to grow he began having people ask him if they could get more formal information um, or or he's you know and just with with the with the audience he generated he um, wanted to serve them in another way so he started developing uh, test prep uh, content, especially for board certification exams. And so he's someone that I was really fortunate. He's, he's also went to my alma mater at the University of Minnesota at the Duluth campus. And we fortunately, we met at a, at a conference and um, he's been a really uh, gracious mentor to me. And so RX grad is actually a project that we, uh, when, when I first made Cosmos Health, I, um, it, it was just, you know, I filed an LLC so that I could do freelance work out of it. And so RX grad was a, was a partnership where we, uh, his business is in, is, is, in, is in creating, writing books on clinical pharmacy and selling um, testing um, materials. And so we built together rxgrad.com. Um, and another uh um, product of Cosmos Health that I'm especially really excited about, sort of on the whole theme of, of our conversation today, Tony, is um, pharmacist.dev. So that's the, both the name and the URL. So just like pharmacist.com is, you know, APHA's website, uh, pharmacist.dev is a website that I launched um, at the beginning of this year, where kind of, again, on the theme of pharmacists working in technology, the whole point of it is just to share um, stories of and examples of I'm going to use the word things that pharmacists are building with their careers uh, that are also related to technology. So on that website, we share podcasts like, you know, like this amazing podcast that you've built as a pharmacist, as well as websites or blogs, companies that pharmacists are building and have, in, and also includes career, career interviews of pharmacists who are uh, working in a job at a, at a company that has a, a you know, tech, technology focused role. And so that's again, another website that I hope to continue to grow. As pharmacists, we always hear about how, you know, pharmacists are not getting paid for the product. We're not getting paid for dispensing and we need to find new ways to use our cognitive abilities. Um, I think another way to look at it is what industries or where can we apply our clinical domain expertise and our cognitive skills to. And I think um, pharmacists, you know, creating new roles uh, for technology companies or building their own companies and, and projects and websites is another way of applying you know, our, the clinical knowledge is, is so, you know, you know, we, we spent so long attaining it and we're, you know, medication experts, the ability to build unique products and services and in, in career roles where that knowledge is what sets us apart. 
I think is also very promising for the future of pharmacy. Yeah, it's funny. I was actually going to ask about pharmacist.dev uh, after RxGrad, but you already answered the question. So, so yeah. So, so thanks for sharing that. And uh, I guess for individuals who you know wanted to maybe ask you about more of your personal journey, or even maybe just more about like uh, what Cosmos Health is about, what's the best way that they can reach out to you? Yeah, I appreciate that. I think definitely what I've found, especially uh, during these pandemic times, um, I've met a, I've met a whole bunch of really awesome pharmacists through LinkedIn. And so I, you know, any, any pharmacist who, you know, just wants to have a conversation about, about technology, about what they're doing, about what I'm doing, please reach out to me. I'm the, I'm the only Derek Borkowski comma PharmD on LinkedIn. So please, please find me there as well as another, another social media outlet that, you know, my company's pretty active on is on Instagram. Uh, our handle is pearls.app, P-Y-R-L-S dot A-P-P. On there, we share a lot of clinical content uh, marketing that we uh, straight out of the of information that goes into the product. So those two ways, I uh, um, you know, I'd really appreciate anyone who who connects uh, via them. Awesome, thanks so much. I'll be putting the information for how to reach out to you and the um, Instagram onto our show notes. But you know, just to be respectful of your time, thank you again so much for being on the podcast today, sharing about your journey and sharing about uh, your company, Cosmos Health. Thanks, Tony. I really enjoyed the opportunity. All right. If you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy and Me. And remember, technology is the tool. Patient care is the goal. Bye. Bye.